Greetings and salutations, Internet. Welcome to another episode of Who's Your Brother? I'm the older of the two brothers. My name's Christian. Hello, hello. Good people. I'm the younger of the two brothers. My name is Evan. Uh, we've made it to a brand new year. Woo! Uh, we're time. Um, 2024. We made it. Oh, we're, God. We're, we're putting the past behind us. We're, we're keeping it in mind, but we're, put, we're putting it behind us. Moving forward to new horizons. Uh, so let me be the first to say uh, welcome uh, to the new year. And... Uh, out there uh welcome this is you know it's uh we're back back again uh doing our usual thing mm-hmm. uh, um my brother is a crazy leftist uh i am and, i'm just here for vibes mostly but <laughs> uh, that the usual kind of thing just, just here for the vibes man <laughs> we've got that kind of dynamic going and um you know what new year um everyone you always say new year new me um what what kind of new you were you looking to be in the new year, brother of mine? You look you got any big resolutions? Got any got any big plans that you're really striving for this time around? Oh, good God, no! I uh, I learned in my twenties to stop making resolutions. <laughs> nope, immediate. The immediacy. Oh no! Let me, let me let, let me tell you something, little brother. Let me tell you a thing. So, back in my younger days, I believed in the promise of the new year and the new me, you know, the possibilities that lay before. The year is different, and I can be different, and yada, 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 the the whole shebang. I can't tell you how many New Year's I told you I was going to quit smoking in the new year. That happened a lot. Oh, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to work on being uh, more productive. I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to get this done. And you know what happened, little brother? What happened? Enlighten me. I never kept a fucking New Year's resolution. Like, not once. Not fucking once. So... I actually made a vow in my mid twenties that I was just gonna I was gonna stop making New Year's resolution. But then I had a better idea. I started making the same resolution every fucking year. Uh, I resolved to do absolutely fucking nothing this year, and I break that resolution every year, and it makes me very happy. Uh, I, I, I I I worked with my inability to keep a resolution to make it work for my life. Uh, hey, you know what? That's pretty amazing, actually, and I I salute you for that one. That's mm-hmm. a that's a great way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, truly, truly, <laughs> I I feel the need to uh, to hit you with the, the the Marge Simpson quote, which is uh, "Aim low, kids. Aim so low, no one will even care if you succeed." Oh man, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I feel like I've I've started uh, getting a little softer to it. Like, yeah, I made some uh, resolutions. Um, my partner and I did to each other this year. Yeah, you because know, we spent the the year together. You know, when the New Year's passed, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna resolve to, you know, keep being good to you and doing this all year. Which, God, I hope my track record doesn't keep. But I believe in myself now. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm not the same person I was in my twenties. I this one's easy. I do it all the fucking time. Yeah. No, you good. Mm-hmm. You got it. Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll check in next year, see how that turned out. <laughs> Join us again in uh, in twenty twenty five to see if to see if these resolutions truly kept uh, kept holding on. <laughs> right. What happens in twenty twenty five? Oh, good God, we'll know who won the presidential race by then. Oh boy. Uh, oh Jesus. Yeah, uh, let's put a pin in that one, little brother. Did you make any uh, resolutions? <laughs> uh, I'm so. I very rarely make any like you know heavy duty resolutions of like I I, I feel like I know myself well enough at this point mm-hmm. I, I I know who I am as a person I, I I've looked in the mirror a few times now in my life um, and for me I'm like look man I cannot I can't do anything hard and fast because if I tell myself I absolutely will do this mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen it's not getting done so I I I do what I call my soft resolutions which is. I'm going to try and do this, you know, I'm going to do my best to do this, you know, I, I will right. do it, you know, mm-hmm. you know, try to work out like a little more consistently, a little more often, you know, mm-hmm. read a few books, you know, try, try to do that, really uh, broaden some horizons there. Oh, that, that, to... that is one of my goals this year. I, I really have been sleeping on reading. I feel like since the pandemic, I don't know, I feel like that one fucked with my brain. I was like, I just need to veg out a lot. So I, I haven't been reading as much. So like, that's one of my goals. I've got a stack of books that, you know, I've been given or i've bought myself that have not been read that i'm going to read which no, I, I i've got the exact same thing and i was talking with um with my so about this because it makes a lot of sense um 
You know, I, I'm trying to break into, you know, the writing space. I'm trying to be a writer. That's right. the thing that I'm trying to do. Mm. And it would it would behoove me to, like, you know, read books, especially within, like, you know, the market that I'm trying to, like, you know, like, you know, write for. Right. To get, like, an idea of, like, what's popular right now, what's working, you know, and really think about, like, why these books are working. Yeah. Um, you know, and just, just to understand the, the market as a whole. You oh. know, it, it looks better when you're appealing as well. Absolutely. You gotta, it's the, if you're trying to make it, then it's part of what sucks about it. Cause you got to commercialize. You, you do got to see what sells, you know, you got, and I suppose it's not necessarily bad. It's just like, okay, well, instead of, you know, working just the way you want, you got to try to work in this Avenue a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. That, that kind of sucks, you know, but it is what it is. We, we do exist in, uh, <laughs> if we want to be successful, then yeah, you got to appeal to the masses. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and, and I think that's the thing, too, you know, it does suck because, you know, there are things that are marketable that are going to work better that certain people are going to look at and be like, oh, well, this is selling well. So obviously, you know, we'll just do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I, I feel like and I, you know, I, I resolved this one like a long, long time ago. Of, like, I'm not going to let like, you know, commercialization or anything like that, you know, affect affect my writing to a degree where it doesn't feel like my work anymore kind of thing. Absolutely. You know, that's, absolutely. It's that's, that's like a general general policy that i have you know yeah no and that's that's a good fucking policy you know i'm sure that's got to be tough too like you know staying true to that but uh i mean it it, it is um insofar as you know you look at other like works that you know are coming out or like things that are being made and you go well you know why isn't mine working in the same vein and it, 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 it does it does get you to pause and question like you know some certain things but i'm like no 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 I know what I like to write. I know I'm good at writing. I'm gonna stick with that, you know. Right? Yeah. Well, hey, man. Uh, I hope uh, that it fucking works out for you, and you can fucking stay true to it as much as you can, without having to be a total sellout. But I mean, if you do sell out, then I think our podcast will probably blow up too. So, yeah. hey, you know what? I, I, that is something to consider. That's absolutely something to consider. Like, look, selling out. So, okay, I don't know. I guess I, I always kind of had this thought too, you know. I don't know if you were like, you know, like when you were a kid and you saw like a celebrity do some shit, you're like, man, what a fucking sellout, you know? I, that's that's fucking, you know, that's that's so stupid. But now right. I don't know. I think about it, I'm like, oh fuck it, I got bills to pay, man. You know, I got I got I got, I got a roof to keep over my head. Right. Absolutely. It's hilarious, you know, that like uh, it used to be commercialization, you know, like, oh, you see him doing these advertisements. They fucking sold out. Now you go on like TikTok and everybody on there, like every third one is trying to sell you a thing because they need that sponsorship. They need that money. But that's that's part of the problem inherent with capitalism. My dude, we all have to get a chunk of the cheese, you know, because we all got to fucking eat like my my survival is based on my ability to collect the fucking the handfuls of paper and the fistfuls of change and the numbers on the screen. And if I don't get those numbers, then I will starve. And so everybody's got. (sighs) So, yes, on a certain level, I understand selling out. I try not to do it as much as I can. But hey, man, we all compromise. I feel like eventually, <laughs> it's it's the Boromir of it all. Honestly, that's a the. Uh, I'll never forget. I read this really awesome post one time about Boromir and how uh, the the OP thought that Boromir was severely misunderstood. Like, yeah, Boromir Boromir sucks, you know, for trying to do this, but he was corrupted by the ring, and like when you understand his story, you know, like he was always trying to hold back the forces of evil and his dad was like always, you know, pressuring him and doting on him while giving his brother shit and he loved his brother and it made their whole fucking relationship contentious and he just was really afraid that his city was going to die and that he would be responsible if he like didn't do this thing. It was a whole fucking thing about how, you know, he's misunderstood and he tried to do right, but he just kept fucking up and that's us. Like Aragorn, Aragorn's who we want to be, you know, he's the hero, but Boromir's, Boromir's who you are. Like, like, hey, hey, man, like, we all fuck up sometimes and we we lose our way. But at the end of it, he tried to come back and he did the right thing. And all he did was look up to the hero and be like, please tell me I did OK. The guys <laughs> and the guy's like, hey, man, like, I'm, I'm going to look out for our city. Everything's going to be OK. Don't worry. But, but uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, like, we all try our best. But yeah, as you get older, like. Sometimes you compromise more and more. You just make excuses for things you wouldn't have before. But, oh, man. But you gotta keep trying. Oh, and that's what I did for the new year. On January 1st, my uh, partner and I, we watched uh, the Lord of the Rings Extended Edition. 
Hell yeah, bro. Gotta watch the fucking extended edition. Can't, oh. can't go without. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, I think it's like the first time that I've sat and watched the extended edition in, in definitely quite some years, but I'm not sure if it's like, because I know I've like watched them here and there, but I don't think I've ever sat and like watched the extendeds like all in one sitting. So. I mean, one thing is a tough one. Like that's that's a that's a long marathon. Oh it's yeah. Like what? Like a nine-hour marathon or some some such like that? Oh, it's like eleven, I think, because I'm pretty sure like oh, the first two are like three and a half, and then Return of the King's like four. Oh man, yeah, no, that's it's it's a haul. It's definitely it's definitely one of those ones that it'll take you a while. Oh yeah, well, see, that's the thing. I, that's why I planned it for uh, New Year's. I was like, we're gonna get fucked up on New Year's Eve, ringing the New Year right. Hell yeah. Which we did. And then I was like, and then on January 1st, we're going to fucking watch Lord of the Rings at home and get chicken wings. Which we did. The fucking dream, though. Like, let's not, like, I don't, I don't, like, whatever fucking American dream got, like, sold before. Nah, dude, fuck that. The new American dream is getting chicken wings and watching Lord of the Rings Extended Edition. Wing, wings and rings, man. Wings and rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Do the new year right. Wings and rings. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, fucking trademark it, trademark it right now. Fuck yeah, I'm good. That's gonna be like our first Hoosier Brother T-shirt, Wings and Rings. <laughs> Wings and Rings, yeah. Uh, I need somebody with artistic talent to draw me up the one ring on a fucking drumstick. <laughs> Either that or, or or Sauron. No, no, or, or Gollum. Should Gollum be the chicken wings? Maybe just various people. Let, let's just do various people eating the chicken wings, and we'll see who yeah. works best. <laughs> Oh uh, my god, that's great. Yeah, no, 100 fucking percent. Wings and rings. Cannot rec- uh, recommend it enough. Good times. Uh, uh, always, always a good time. Um, right. But you know what has not been a good time? Uh, we're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pivot us a little bit. Uh, this Go ahead, is something pivot away. That, pivot! Pivot! Uh, <laughs> uh, this is something that I know a lot, because I am deeply entrenched in it. Um... And that is uh, the video game industry as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, for those uh, p- who paid attention, uh, like I do, over the past uh, past year, over 2023, uh, it was, in fact, a fantastic uh, year for video games. A lot of like great games came out. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 came out. Uh, Lies of P, which is a phenomenal Souls-like um, that I have only just started playing. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very good though. Liking it so far. Um, God, what else? Spider-Man 2 came out. Tears um, of the Kingdom. All- Tears of the Kingdom came out. I've been, I, I've been playing that. It's it's so fucking immersive. I'm going to be playing it like I think, basically for the next like five to six months, because <laughs> oh, I yeah no and I I get real fucking like particular like my my partner laughs at me because I'm real I'm real particular about the compendium. I take pictures of <laughs> I take pictures of everything. As soon as I see a new enemy, I'm like, oh god, get the camera out, get the camera out, <laughs> while it's trying to kill me. <laughs> Like a like a true Steve Irwin. Uh, hell yeah, man! Oh, it's a beauty, AC. Look at that goblin. <laughs> oh man, oh man, gotta go in for a closer look. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's angry now. It's angry now. Oh, it's a Lionel. I'm gonna see what happens when I smack it with this goblin arm. <laughs> oh, it's angry now. It's angry with me now. Right. Let's ride it. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I'm having a great time. But uh, she, uh, she. Uh, she cackles every time and just like i take a picture and she's like compendium <laughs> but yeah no so it's a, it's a great game so i'm sorry to interrupt please yeah, continue no no absolutely uh it's a fantastic game there are, like i said a lot of great games you know it was one of those things where game of the year awards this year actually had some good competition sea right. of stars came out this year which has been one of my top games of the year it's a phenomenal uh like rpg a true love letter to like old school jrpgs like you know chrono trigger old school final fantasy all okay. that stuff it's it is a phenomenal game. It's like the, the whole uh, things. pixelated top watch style. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Yeah. And it's fantastic. And I love it. The issue has come in the fact that this has been a terrible year for the games industry. And let's talk about the the evil beast rearing its head yet again in the form of capitalism. Boo. Boo. Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you. Boo. 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 Um, but yeah, uh, this has been a really, really tough year for the games industry in terms of layoffs, in terms of like, I'll, I will just go ahead and outright call it what it is, corporate greed mm-hmm. driving driving this industry and just polluting it with terrible, terrible things and ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, I know uh, I, I know. in the past I've, I've heard about like the, the terrible work schedules and how if people won't do it, they'll just move to whatever studio, so... 
Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, crunch has been like you know a long-standing thing within the game sphere, unfortunately. But uh, this year, uh, we had a lovely smorgasbord of all sorts of other crap that truly just marred uh, the entire industry. I know uh, Epic Games, who are the makers of uh, extremely popular video game Fortnite, for those who have never heard of that one, do you live under a rock? <laughs> right. Um, Despite the fact that Fortnite still makes like, you know, a gajillion dollars a year, um, Epic suffered from some pretty serious layoffs. I think I don't have the exact number in front of me, but I know it was like a solid chunk mm -hmm. of people like, you know, laid off. And if you can guess it, these weren't like, you know, they, these weren't like the upper management types that you were running the show. No, it was people like, you know, on the ground level, coders, designers, you know, and, you know, just people doing a basic job. They got laid off for what can honestly be described is basically no reason. Right. Um, other than... Uh, and, a few more points in the quarter? Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, and I'll draw it back to a studio... And I, I honestly hate talking about this because it's a studio that I, at one point, held in very high regard, and that's Bungie, makers of Halo, and the game that I have invested thousands of hours in, Destiny and Destiny 2. Like, they also suffer... I think there was like 10% of the total work staff just just laid off basically out of the blue and like an email fuck man just 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 completely laid off like nope gone cut and the craziest thing about that one is that it like as if you weren't upper management basically you were not safe michael salvatore who if you don't know that man's name look him up because he is responsible for some of the best music in video game history mm -hmm. like all the, like the super epic and like orchestral halo music yeah that's michael salvatore well, fuck yeah any, that shit's iconic any, yeah any great piece of music from destiny and there's been a lot of great pieces that is michael salvatore that man he lost his job at bungie huh just and, and like you know that is that is a man with a lot of like prestige and pedigree behind his name. I'm sure he'll be fine. Right. Yeah. You know? Some somebody's gonna swoop him up, but yeah, there are there. Are, how many do you say? Hundreds, thousands? Oh, like I think it was like eight hundred. Eight hundred. Like a ten, like ten percent total of the of uh, of Bungie yeah. laid off. Yeah, hundreds of people out of jobs, probably just basic working people who need this shit to survive because as i stated earlier if you don't get the money you can't get the food yeah um and the there was like a cited reason that was like um some some horseshit about like destiny 2 under like under like like performing under the metrics of what we're expected basically mm -hmm. um it didn't make us enough money so you guys have to suffer for it that yep, yeah, uh, long and short of it. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. It's not that it didn't make money. It was was it profitable? Was the oh, game? Yeah. yeah. See, yeah, but it wasn't profitable enough. You guys should have made us more money. And that's the thing. They consider that a loss. Oh, we lost this money. You never had that fucking money. That money was theoretical, and then you spent theoretical value because that's how the fucking economy works. Is it's all in theory. Because it's dumb. It's fucking stupid. And we made it up. And we, uh, uh, we, get, we, get, we get economic wacky bucks. Yep, yep. My apologies. Uh, but yeah, so. I, I, the angry rants, this is exactly where I'm at. I, it's, and it's one of those things where, and th I think the biggest issue that I, that I, and a lot of people, because, you know, it's, it's been the whole community, basically, mm -hmm. um, of like, you know, of, of, you know, Destiny 2 fans have been like, we don't know who, like, there's even, there's no one to be mad at. You know, because mm -hmm. like, whatever, like whatever, like reason behind it, whoever made this decision, it came from upper management TM, basically, mm, right you know? And it's like, how do you be mad at like, you know, like you can be, I'm not saying you can, but like, how do you truly like, you know, point the finger at, you know, this faceless entity of upper management? Because right, yeah. even like, you know, like I, I and I've I've talked to this about a few people with a few people like, you know, there's like the games director, you know, Joe Blackburn. He's like the face of the company right now. Uh -huh. I'm not like, mad at him. You know, he's literally just the face. If anything, he's more of like a fall guy than anything. He's the guy that, you know. Yeah, no, you know, there, there's, and, oh, there's. Yeah, no. Um, point out at him. Yeah, there's a, there's certainly like a board of directors or a board of trustees or some such shit. There's a board of something of people who make these decisions and then send him out to say the decisions are made. Yeah, basically. But yeah, those motherfuckers didn't see the profits they wanted and decided to, that they still wanted that money that they thought they were owed. So they cut those motherfuckers. 
yeah, no, and it's it it sucks, and it's from there have been a lot of like you know reports from like you know bungee devs and stuff, people like still in the company, and they're essentially saying that like morale is basically at an all time low because of like the layoffs and stuff, and you know they're you know essentially in the mindset of like like it's so difficult now to enjoy my job mm-hmm. when i don't know if you know i'm just gonna get like if i'm just gonna be one of the people one of the faceless people laid off for no reason right exactly like what's the point of even trying if i can just be cut at a moment's notice without a good fucking reason yeah basically yeah. so i my my heart goes out to like not and again i won't even limit this to just bungie that's just the one that hits me closest to home mm-hmm. like any dev out there my my heart goes out to you man like it is it is such a such a shite's position to be in um and i don't think anyone should be in that position quite frankly Con- controversial take here right people should not have to suffer <laughs> whoa I, I just, whoa like, you it, fucking comment right <laughs> Like, can't we just be cool? Is that too much to ask? And the answer is yes, of course. Oh, of course it is. Because, <laughs> I mean, you have to ask yourself the most important question, Evan. What about the money? But what about the money? Right? Did you think <laughs> about the money and how I should have more of it? What the fuck? I don't know. Do you remember uh, The Incredibles? Uh, the fucking... Um, I thought we were supposed to help people. What about the shareholders, Bob? Who's helping them? <laughs> Wait, was that The Incredibles 2? No, that was that was the first one because that was Oh, um, oh, the insurance. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the shareholders. Who's helping them? Yep, that's it. <laughs> who's helping the shareholders? That that's who's making the decisions at your game. Oh, and it's also um probably private equity companies. Those those motherfuckers are up to no good. Oh yeah. Constantly, constantly doing shit. <sighs> Fuck, man. Stupid fucking money. <laughs> it's fucking with everything. I don't know. Sometimes the money gets you the good things. Like, might have been like a bad year for the developers and whatnot. But like we said, it was a good year for games and uh, adaptations. Had uh, I think a pretty okay year last year. I can only think of two right off the top of my head. But uh, <laughs> Twisted Metal was a lot of fun. I watched that one. And the Mario Brothers was uh, like the number two movie last year. I think. Or yeah, no, it was two because it was Barbie, Mario, Oppenheimer. You know, it's funny, I did not, I just, despite the fact that I, you know, I heard good things and thought, yeah, I should go see that. I never saw Mario. Did, did you end up seeing Mario? I watched it on a flight home. Ah, yeah. I, when we were coming uh, back from uh, Hawaii, it was like, yeah, let's watch a fucking movie. We're going to be on this plane for like <laughs> seven hours. And uh, Mario was one of the options. So we watched it. Uh, and uh, it was fun. Uh, I enjoyed it, you know, like, especially, uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess it was like I said, it was just fun. Like there was a lot of callbacks to you know classic Mario stuff. Uh, Jack Black was great as Bowser. I thought uh, I thought he was great. Um, you know Chris Pratt, he was serviceable as Mario, and they had the original Mario voice in it, like as a as a cameo. So that was fun. That's what I, I heard that they got Charles Martinet at least as like a cameo or, or some such. And yeah. I'll, I'll be real with you, man. I because I heard a lot of people talking about like you know the controversy of like oh Charles Martinet should have been you know the voice of Mario, but I'm going to be totally 100 with you when I tell you this. Um, if I like if I ever watch that movie, which I do intend to at some point, but if I watch that movie and I have and I had to hear it's a me Mario, let's go the whole movie. It's fun once in a while. Please, right. for the uh, don't give me a whole hour and a half of that. I, I, I just don't need that. Don't think you can do it? No, I'm not strong enough. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, no, the, the, the voice only happens once. And uh, yeah, they, uh, they do a whole bit at the beginning about them using the voice for like a commercial. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then, then it's just uh, Chris Pratt with a... A vague accent sometimes, and Charlie Day, <laughs> and and Charlie Day with like basically no accent. Yeah, no. And there's there, oh, there's a funny little star character in it. And like I said, Bowser is pretty fun. Uh, the penguin scenes is pretty fun. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong was an interesting fucking choice. I'm gonna throw that one. That was such a weird. Even in the trailers and stuff that I've seen, and like I've heard, like you know, hearing Donkey Kong talk, I'm like. 
okay, people talk about like Chris Pratt. I'm sorry, the the Seth Rogen as fucking Donkey Kong. That's so fucking jarring to me. It, it right? really is. Really fucking weird. Like <laughs> so jarring. It's just like, oh, that's just Seth Rogen doing his usual Seth Rogen voice. Right. Uh, oh, Should, okay. Shouldn't it be like Dave Batista or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I, I mean, you know. shit, you might as well go with fucking like Jesse Eisenberg or something. Just make it really fucking weird. <laughs> just go as weird as humanly possible. Exactly. Just against character whatsoever. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I give it like, I guess like three out of five. It was fun. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And you, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll make a sequel. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, because I don't know. And like we've been talking <laughs> about this. You know, something. Something doesn't have to be like great. You know, it doesn't have to be like you know life changing or like you know universe defying. It can just. Like, it can just be okay. good. Yeah, it's okay to just be good. Right. That's fine. You're okay. I'm okay, and that's okay. <laughs> it's perfectly all right to just, just be, be okay. okay. And you know what? And that's and again. We have no qualms with that, right. you know. So, I, I like things that are so, okay, actually. Second T-shirt. <laughs> it's okay to just be okay. Mm-hmm. The Hoosier Brothers Uh-oh. stamp of approval. But yeah, like a motto for the whole show. Yeah, but um, on the other end, though, I I loved Twisted Metal. I had a lot of fun with that one. Um, it's basically like you know they don't do the Twisted Metal tournament or whatever it's a, a whole different post-apocalyptic world where like the world ended in the 90s so like that's like the jump off point for that but uh yeah I mean, there's yeah if you, if you told me it was gonna end in any in any uh decade i feel like the 90s is a, like a good one for it to, to be on right yeah like all right no offense to the 90s <laughs> yeah but you guys didn't have to live to see the 2020s Woof. <laughs> what a uh, nightmare um what a mess Wow, what a fucking shit show. But either way, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, uh, but Twisted Metal, I had a lot of fun with, and there's a lot of, like, references, you know, like, they had a lot of, because there's, like, six games, I think, six, seven games of Twisted Metal, and so they've got a lot of... that many? Yeah, because there was, like, four for PlayStation, and then Play, Twisted Metal Black, that's the pretty, the really popular one came out. And then there was a sequel to that one. So I think that's six. And I want to say there's like one other one that I'm not thinking of, but it was like a spinoff. Yeah, it's, I I will say I am of the of the video game, like genre kind of things. Twisted Metal is one of the ones that I'm actually not terribly familiar with. Oh, I love Twisted Metal, man. Twisted Metal. <laughs> like me, me and my my dudes would get down on some fucking Twisted Metal all fucking day. Uh, you know, because it's, you're just driving around, crashing into each other, picking up weapons, shooting missiles and fucking machine guns. Uh, and yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, and like there's wild characters like uh, Sweet. Well, no, I'm sorry. The vehicles are named, and so are the characters. Like Sweet Tooth is the name of the ice cream truck with the fucking clown head on it, but the driver's name is Needles Kane, and he's in a clown mask and he's got a fucking flaming head. And there's all sorts of you know, like there's an army dude and somebody in an indie car and somebody in a love bug, uh, a motorcycle driver. Oh, there's a dude who's just like. He, there's two giant wheels and he's the thing in between it. His name's Axel because he's the Axel in between the fucking wheels. That's actually hilarious. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. It was always funny to me, like, how are you surviving? Like, you were naked out there, bro. Like, one shot from a fucking machine gun and you should be fucking dead, right? Are you mostly uh, robot? What's going on with you? I feel like I need the... God, what is that? The fucking the family guy reaction of uh, when they saw it, like, God, Seamus, I've... Uh... Ever seen you this naked before? Ah, it feels good to let the midsection breathe. Oh yeah, and he's just oh, mostly wood. Oh, what the? How the hell are you alive? Me was it? Me father or me mother? Uh, me father was a tree. Me father was a tree. Although, if you uh, if you take the actual lore of that, um, it is because uh, James Woods made a wish for uh, he made like a little. Um, uh, a wooden uh, sailor. I mean, uh, James Woods made the wish. I wish you were a real sailor, man. But he didn't wish hard enough. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> uh, well, then he was carved from a tree, so his father probably was a tree then still. No, that would still make sense. Yeah, no. Still tracks. <laughs> uh, fucking James Woods. Yeah, fucking twisted metal. But yeah. Uh, uh, 
uh greg you know what um great game nice and nostalgic i am i am glad that uh that the uh, the, the show held up mm-hmm. and uh, had, a, had a lot of good weight for you mm-hmm. were there any were there, uh, were there any other uh video game adaptations last year because geez usually when i think of video game when i think of the first fucking mario movie oof Oh my god, with fucking with John Leguizamo and uh, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. 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 Bob yeah. Hoskins. Um, yeah. You know what? No, I still hold that is that is a movie. If you ever want to watch something so miserably bad that it truly just boggles the mind, mm-hmm. please watch that movie. I like a good people. Yeah, no, it, it, it is something. Believed. I'm pretty sure we've uh, talked about it before. We but... talked about it. I could talk about it at length. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is a it is a glorious piece of cinematic trash. It is it is a dumpster fire. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's see. The Last of Us that was also had an adaptation last year, and I didn't watch it, but I hear fucking great things about it. So I'm gonna put that on my list to watch. Actually, you know, I've I've heard really good things. Um, here is my thing on that policy, though, and I I will admit to this one. It's probably like you know very dumb of me to say. However, I played the games. I'm good, uh-huh. I guess, is like my, my way of thinking about it. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm sure the series is, you know, fantastic. But, you know, I, I, I played the video games. I, I kind of, I, I have a good baseline for the story uh-huh. as it stands. So, yeah, no, I, I, I don't feel like. Like I, you need I don't to watch super it. Compelled. Yeah, I don't feel like super compelled. You're like, oh, yeah, this is something I absolutely have to, you know, watch immediately. Right. I'm sure I'll watch it eventually, but, you know. For for my standpoint, at least. Right. See, that's the thing. I do love Pedro Pascal. So. Oh, of course, Pedro Pascal is fantastic. Love Phenomenal. love that guy. All right. Yeah. All the applause for Pedro. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Bella Ramsey, I heard, was uh, really good in it too. So you know, I I I uh, yeah. I, I them uh, a lot of credits uh, for uh, playing the part of Ellie and uh, uh, bringing a uh, bringing a lot of you know uh, humanity to it, which is exactly what that character needs. I'll take your word for it because I did not uh, ever actually play the game, so that's why I think I could watch it. It'll all be new to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whereas me, I'll be like, oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got that already, you know, kind of mm-hmm. deal. Which again, maybe that's dumb. Maybe that's narrow-minded of me to say. However, you know, it's 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 just like I don't feel the need to search it out immediately. Right. Right. Oh, do you hear about? Uh, have you seen the pictures from the Fallout adaptation that's coming out? I've I've seen some uh, early screenshots. Yeah, um, he's got Walter. Not sure. Walter Goggins is in it, isn't he? I think that sounds right. Um, I, I could be totally off about that one, but I do like him. So, yeah, he's good. He's yeah. good. Um, I would say I'm curious as to what they're gonna do with Fallout because Fallout like like Fallout Three, Fallout New Vegas, um, Fallout Four, and like most recently Seventy Six, which was a dumpster fire of a game um <laughs> that's all i hear you know it's hilarious fucking uh i bought a playstation from a buddy of mine and it came with a bunch of games it, you know gave me a hard drive with a bunch of downloaded games on it and fallout uh, 76 is one of them but i've never heard a good fucking thing about it so i've never even looked into it so okay now now i've heard that they've done a lot of legwork and you know patched a lot of stuff and really you know fixed the game and turned it around Mm-hmm. I'm not super keen on that kind of mentality because, like, that just shows that game developers can, you know, produce a shoddy game, put it out, and say, well, we'll fix it eventually. And, you know, when they do fix it, you're like, oh, yeah, it's good. And, like, it's good now. It launched in a terrible state and that shouldn't be supported. But I, I digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but, no, holy shit. If you ever, like, really want to see some true some true comedy um, in, the, like, in the form of uh, tragedy... Fucking Fallout seventy six at launch was a a true and total dumpster fire through and through. It was yeah. it was so shoddily put together uh-huh. that like I it's one of those things where I'm like, my God, you you sold this. You sold this like as a you, full game. Right. You must have known. Like you had people There's play no this, right? You not have. Right? Like people played this and gave you feedback, correct? <laughs> Did, yeah. did anybody beta test this? Yeah. See, that that's prob- part of the problem. You know, they probably overpromised on when it would be ready, and they're like, well, fuck, we just got to deliver. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it is. It's wild, frankly. <sighs> I, uh, I, I, I hate that shit, you know, about fucking... I know games are more difficult now, too. You know, they're bigger. There's a lot more to them. 
and, and, and the culture of the industry, you know, that, that perpetuates this whole fucking just releasing games before they're fucking ready because hey, you could just send out the patches. It's fine. It's fine. You know? Oh yeah. No, that, that shit I am definitely not a fan of. Um, yeah. I think a lot of 76's problems came from, uh, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Um, Oh God, uh, Todd. Well, fucking, I can't think of that fool's last name. I should know this. You, you really I, should. God, I, Slip I, it, I, Evan. I, I'm no, I'm losing my mind in my old age. What can I say? <laughs> Happens to the best of us. <laughs> um, no, I'd say, oh fuck, I've blanked it. I've totally lost it. Who is Why this? Todd from Fallout. Todd from Bethesda. I'm fucking Todd. I, I, Todd I, Howard. Todd Howard, Toad, God damn it! Now, uh, fucking Todd Howard has kind of had a long history of overpromise, underdeliver. Uh, unfortunately, he's uh, not looked on very favorably, except as a meme. Mm-hmm. That's kind. Of, that's kind of it. Um, uh, I don't know if anybody respects him anymore. Even at Bethesda, I don't even know if they respect him. Well, hey, man, you got to try to be respectable to, you know, get respected. And if the man fucking can't deliver, you know, and keeps making the same bullshit ass shit, uh, mistakes. Yeah. Ain't no reason to. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, hey, uh, this is, you know what? This is a preemptive, but uh, special shout out. Uh, Todd Howard, um, you might be a worm of a human being, but you are hilarious. I, I grant you that. You, you, you have provided me nothing but comedy. So... I, I appreciate that aspect of your life. How's he uh, done the comedy? Is it like it's it's just so bad that it's he's providing the comedy? No, basically that's exactly what it is. He uh-huh. um he, he 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 he's a very strange man. Uh-huh. Um, it feels like the wrong word, but he's just he's so odd. Um, in his, in many of his deliveries and mannerisms, right? Um, and it amuses me. It truly does. All <laughs> uh, right, on then. Well, good on you, Todd, for at least being amusing, you apparent dumbass. You are, I don't want to say monstrously incompetent, but at the very least, horribly out of touch. Right, get it together, bro. You are fucking, <laughs> you are fucking on fire. Like, a, not in a good way, like a dumpster fire type way. Oh, <laughs> uh, in that your company is not doing well and is in fact partially cannibalizing itself, but, you know, eh, you know what can you do? Way of the industry. <laughs> Uh, honestly, at this point, <sighs> fuck. Uh. It, it makes you lose hope for a lot of things, you know. <laughs> Fucking labor tried to do a lot of shit last year, but uh, some people made gains. But uh, I guess, like on the actors' side, uh, I originally like cheered for it, but then like looking into it a little bit more, like that didn't work out. And it seems like you know, video game industry really needs to have a big push like that too. Video uh, game industries need to unionize. One hundred fucking percent. Call, calling it out right the fuck now. You all need to unionize and desperately. Oh, I, yeah. I promise you. Yeah. Shitty workplace conditions will continue <laughs> to generate like shitty product. But that's the thing. You know, they they do keep putting out like great games too. So they're like, see the effectiveness of it? What we're doing works. That's fuck. the thing though, is that like so many of these great games come from smaller studios. Mm-hmm. You know, Lies of P came from a pretty small studio. Um, sea of Stars came from a like a microscopic studio at that uh, from like an industry standpoint, mm-hmm. um, and that was one of the best games I played this year. You know, right? I think Baldur's Gate three technically has like a decent size. I think Larian is pretty big, but mm-hmm. still, it's still like compared to like you know larger industry titles. You know, they're they're at least like a little small scale in com- in comparison. Right. So I just like I feel like so many of like you know so many great games come from so many small studios, mm-hmm. you know, and like when you get like these real big studios and you get these big like you know conglomerate like ta- like hostile takeover kind of things, you know, mm-hmm. there it becomes another problem because it, it because at that point it becomes less about like from from a corporate side of things when you get like these really big studios. I feel like this happens like regardless like of the industry, you know, but video games are just, you know, the the topic at hand. Like when you get these really big studios run by corporations instead of by like, you know, people who care about games, it becomes less about let's make a great game and more about let's make a game that will sell well. Oh, absolutely, you absolutely. Know? Profit will always in a capitalistic system will always uh be number one. So sacrifices will be made in the name of profit. <laughs> As the a lady and I like to say, the line must go up. 
Your line goes up. Yeah. Absolutely. The line must go up. All I praise just... be to the line. <laughs> All praise to the line. To the line, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, it, it's the whole fucking bullshit-ass prospect of infinite growth forever. You know, plus 3% every quarter. Get, yep. Get the fuck out of here, man. This is, that is an unsustainable thing because the universe is finite. You do not get to have infinite growth forever. You have to learn to balance, but no. They just need more and more and more, and the income inequality gap grows. Things just get worse and worse and become overpriced for the people who need them. Ah. Right. Uh, we, we can rant about this forever, folks. I need you to know that. I, in particular, you know, I've, uh, I have my gripes with, you know, video game industries. My brother, again, being a crazy leftist, has his gripes for, you know, for, for, for all seasons. Capitalism in general. <laughs> I have I have broad strokes of griping. Uh, but uh, um, I don't know. We, we, can, we can take a pause on the gripes for a second. Um, I believe you had uh, something else you wanted to bring up uh, this session. What uh, what else you got for us? Uh, for myself and the listening public at home. Oh, well, I don't know if it's uh, going to stop the griping because it's just going to be about Mike Pence. Woo! Gripe train continues! Let's fucking go! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess we could have some laughs at Mike Pence's expense. Like, why not? Here, here's some Hoosier news. Uh, former Indiana governor, Mike fucking Pence, was uh, on the news on January 6th, uh, which, if you'll remember, three years ago, was the day uh, there was an impromptu tour of the Capitol, some would say. Now. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Totally, totally chill. You know, people just... Uh, just wanted to talk to the government uh, about their about about their views on the the previous election, and um, they had some very particular words for Vice President at the time, and again former Governor of Indiana, Mike Pence. Um, Evan, help me out here. Do you remember what they were saying about Mike Pence that day? Uh, didn't you want to kill that guy? That sounds right. weren't they weren't they chanting to hang that guy? Didn't no, they have? fucking gallows in front of the Capitol building. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God damn. So yeah, three years ago, uh, people went to the Capitol uh, and proclaimed they wanted the death of the vice president. And uh, this year, on the third anniversary of it, Mike Pence decided to go on TV and say that, hey, people shouldn't vote for Donald Trump as the GOP uh, nominee. <laughs> Strong, strong, harsh words coming from from Mike Pence, known haver, uh, known haver of a spine. Oh, uh, 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 Mike Pence, the man who perpetually looks like he's trying to introduce legislation against the X Men. Mm-hmm. Mike Pence, who, when in a confrontation with. Uh, between the president and the democratic houses of uh, Congress literally just closed his eyes, and wished himself away. <laughs> Homeboy tried to fucking disassociate his right. way out of it. I'm not here. I'm not here. Right. I'm not here. I'm at home with mother. <laughs> Having a delightful, a, a delightful cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and thinking about, um, um uh, thinking about murdering trans people. Yes. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Mike fucking Pence, that fucking Ooh. asshole. That dude, that dude tried to run for president. Yes, he did, and yeah. America very quickly went. No. no, no, actually, absolutely fucking not. Yeah, no, <laughs> nobody wants you, Mike. For for anybody who's listening who happens to not be from Indiana, when he was governor, there were signs all around town that said Pence must go. And then, like, when he got picked to be VP, we were like, we didn't mean to the White House. Like, that was that was not the fucking move. Like, not the intention behind those signs, I assure you. Yeah, he closed down, like, a lot of uh, Planned Parenthoods and fucking places that helped with, uh, you know, sexual health and whatnot. And he caused, like, an outbreak of uh, disease here. He is, a, he is a fucking idiot. And he was a fucking radio host before. He was he, a radio host? He had like a conservative fucking radio talk show. Yeah, it's he Gar- was trying to Limbaugh. No, good God, no! He does not have the temperament to be Limbaugh, man. He was a more. He, he still talked like Mike Pence. You know, we just need to get back the values of a, of, of traditional America. That type of shit. You know. Yeah. I'm, 
Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that dude just put people to fucking sleep. I'm pretty sure, like, you turned on Mike Pence when you needed a fucking nap. If you turned that dude on while you were driving, you you cr- you fell asleep, crashed, and died. Yeah, but yeah, no. So uh, yeah, I, I I seen some clips of him, and it was it's just it's just as awful as you fucking imagine. All right, because he is. He, he is nothing, all right? He is blander than white bread, all right? He makes white bread and water look exciting. That man oh. is whiter than snow in fucking the North Pole. Oh, God, no. Fucking, that's that's the thing about, like, like that was the thing that always got me about Pence. I'm like, you are, you are the dullest man that I think could exist, um, frankly. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how human is this boring. I, I just, I truly don't get it. I am baffled. Right. Baffled beyond words. Right, yeah, no, it doesn't seem fucking possible. Like, bro, like, how do you have nothing going for you? Who are you? You're just, like, bland religious man. Oh, God, it's like... Like, like that's the thing. That That's, if you gave an artist that prompt, like, hey, draw me bland religious man, they would draw you Mike Pence. All right, that's who the fuck that guy is. God. Oh my god! You ever you ever watched a '90s cartoon and the villain was just like some overly zealous type who wanted to like you know sh- like shut down the heroes for being too radical or whatever? That's Mike Pence. That's Mike Pence, one hundred fucking percent. But yeah, now Mike Pence thinks he has a fucking spine and he's going on the news like, oh, you shouldn't vote for Donald Trump. Yeah, here's the fun fact, Mike. Two things. First and foremost, nobody gives a fuck what you say. It is true. That this is a fucking fact. All right, they proved that in this fucking election that they they this farce of a fucking GOP race that they had because they have people running to be the GOP candidate but Trump is the candidate like that's that, yeah the the final debate is coming up and only two of them well three people qualified Donald Trump uh Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley they all qualified but only two of them are going to show up cuz Trump's just like yo man I've got like a 50 point lead I don't I don't need to fucking show up to these and he's right and that's the second thing it is true. But yeah, so it's so, a true bummer, but he's right. Yeah, no, it it fucking sucks. He's it's just gonna be Trump versus Biden oh, part two, electric boogaloo. Uh I I just I I I don't not not to get like too serious on Maine here, but I we're like let's let's do it for at least a second here. I am so fucking sick of voting for boring ass old white candidates. I, I truly am, right. you know. Yeah. I mean because the problem is but they're the only fucking people with enough money who can, who can get to that point, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's a numbers game. That's all it is. Yeah, no. Fucking, uh, I remember when um, AOC went into Congress, she made, like, uh, a post on social media talking about, like, her first day there, and she went to, you know, new congressperson class or whatever, and she was like, most of this shit is being taught by lobbyists about how it's awesome to take money. That's so depressing. Yeah. And now... It even seems like she kind of has to, she has to bow to certain whims, you know, when it comes to lobbyists. Like, oh uh, my god! Every, every, everybody does, but there's also, you know, personal beliefs and shit. Uh, fuck yeah, no, it's it's rough, it's rough. And yeah, no, uh, the only people who can get to the highest fucking levels are the dullest fucking people because that's who the establishment thinks we need and we deserve, you know, and who we want. Like, oh, they don't they don't want wild. Like, yes, we do. We're in desperate need of wild change. Like, how about the same bullshit? Would you like the same fucking bullshit? Like, no. God, no. For the love of Satan and everything unholy. Uh, science, damn you. Right, yeah. It's, but as far as like non-boring people, like the right was like, here's Donald Trump. Like, whoa, no. Also, no. Swung too far in the opposite direction there, champ. Right, yeah. The closest I got here was Bernie. <laughs> uh, but I feel like that's, like, becoming such a prevalent issue is the fact that, you know, if somebody comes in with, like, you know, big ideas and, you know, radical sweeping changes, it's like people get scared of that. They're like, oh, no, I don't I don't want that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I'd say, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what y'all want. I, I really don't. I'm I'm trying to that, find that, a fucking. I feel like the people do want like some. They do want radical change, but yeah, the only offers we got are you know radical change for stupidity and uh, no, that's not what you really want. We know better than you. You know what you need. 
Yeah, no, honestly, that's 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 and that's become like you know just like the prevalent mindset of 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 various political like affairs. As far as I can tell, is just like you know, we 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 know what's best. We, yeah, exactly. We know what's best for you. We know what you want, what you need. You know, kind mm -hmm. of thing. It's like, but but do you? You're so out of touch with with the average like the lay person. You know. Yeah, you don't know shit from shit. Uh, and that's and that's why like it's. Like, I'm still worried about the fucking race. Like, I don't know, Trump could win a fucking again. It's true. Yeah, no. Because they keep offering such bullshit-ass bullshit, and people are like, eh, no, this is more of the same nonsense that you said wasn't coming. So, yeah, the Democrats just keep offering, like, non-exciting... Fucking Joe fucking Biden. He's gonna be, like, 81, man. Honestly, for God's sake, don't you people want to go home and retire... Don't you want to sit in a fucking house and bitch about how the young people don't know shit anymore? Yeah. I I kind of think Joe did at first, but then they were like, ah, oh, we need you to, you know, rally, like, all the people, because nobody's really getting behind any one person, but we think Joe's got the juice. And yeah. I, I, guess, I, I just don't think he does. Well, he did the first time, but I feel like that was more, like, hatred for Trump and all that was going on with COVID, too. Yeah. That, that worked a lot against him. I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's tough for me, like, because I don't know. I, I was even talking with my, uh, with my SO about this. I'm like, you know, I asked like, would like, do you think you'd feel better if somebody other than Joe Biden was up like for the democratic slot, you know? And I think we both agreed of like, I, yeah, kind of, you know, I'm just not a big fan of Joe, frankly, you know, oh. and that's, that's the issue is that I, I it's a two party system. We really don't have a lot of choice in the matter. Nope. No, yeah, no. It's, it's Joe bro or nothing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And they, they know that they've got us like that because, you know, their response is always something to the effect of like, well, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, then you just support Donald Trump. Like that's. That's not the fucking case, all right? I just, I deserve better, all right? I know a toxic relationship when I see one. I just, I swear to God, I, I, to draw it to, I always make my references to, you know, whatever random, typically animated show. Fucking Simpsons did this whole gag in a treehouse of horror, like back in like 96, I think, where like the presidential candidates got taken over by aliens. Um, right, yeah. Kodos and, um, yeah. Yeah, um, what are you going to do? It's a two-party system. Let's vote for a third party. Ha! Have fun throwing away your vote. Yeah, because they actually did a study after that election, because uh, then they show Ross Perot, who was a candidate in that election and whatnot, and they uh, did a study with people who were like, uh, they would vote for third party, but you know, they were afraid of throwing away their vote, and it was like 40% of people. It was enough to swing the fucking election. Yeah, and I think, because who the hell was it? Um... Uh, during the uh, fucking uh, the first the one between uh, George W. and um, Al Gore, my fucking Al Gore. Uh, there was a third party candidate that I think got like somewhere like two million votes or some shit like that. I think that but was basically was, didn't make a dent. Yeah, I think that might have been the year. Was that Ralph Nader? I think that was. Uh, that, I think that was it. Yeah. I think that was the year Ralph Nader ran. Yeah, but it didn't make a, it didn't make a lick of difference, and that is also because of the uh, electoral college. Yeah, Nader made uh, four bids. He ran in 96, 2000, 2004, and 2008. And props to that guy for making as many runs as he did. I probably would have quit after the second one. I mean, shit, Vermin Supreme runs for president every fucking time. <laughs> I forgot about that fool. Fucking oh, goddamn. Fucking Vermin Supreme. What a ridiculous man. Okay, well, we're getting close to the end. There is one more thing we'll uh, kind of end on a good note. Steamboat Willie entered the uh, public domain, so... Public domain, yeah! Yeah! So, of course, instantaneously, a horror movie was announced uh, starring Steamboat Willie. The same they did with Winnie the Pooh, and the same, I'm sure, they'll do with every sort character that enters the public domain. Henceforth. At least every Disney character. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my if, god. If, so comic, if comic book characters ever enter the public domain, they'll probably get some treatments, too. Oh, holy shit. Some of the jokes that I've been seeing with Steamboat mm. Willie Mickey are fucking top tier. They're so goddamn good. Mm -hmm. I, oh, I've, I've of course, been seeing a lot of political action stuff. You know, all my leftist uh, things are being like, here's Steamboat Willie talking about labor and copyright laws and how fucking <laughs> Disney fucked them up in the 90s with 
with uh, fucking Sonny Bono, I think, made the... They called it the Protect Mickey Mouse Law or whatever because his uh, copyrights were about to expire and they extended them. Maybe it was the same. Uh, by a truly astronomical degree, too. I feel like it's important for people to understand just how long this copyright was extended. Mm-hmm. It was basically... It was, a, it was unprecedented. So it's in the public domain now. Um, so all you artists out there... Fucking run wild, you know. Just, just have you have your fun, get your fill, uh, get in the jokes while you can. Hell yeah. Well, uh, that brings us to the end of our episode. So uh, have fun with uh, Steamboat Willie, all you artists. You know, keep bringing the cast there. Uh, Absolutely. But uh, that means it's time for disses. Here we here we go. What is this? Twenty seven now? Is that where we're at? Twenty seven. We're, we're twenty seven. We're almost fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, what what have you got for us, uh, brother of mine? All right, so uh, Nancy Reagan first. Yeah, dead as fuck. Uh, so she met Ronald Reagan because she was apparently getting confused. According to her, she was getting confused. Her name was Nancy Davis, and there was another Nancy Davis who was registered uh, with SAG um, who was getting accused of being a communist in the 50s, you know, which was big trouble, you know. Well, really, absolutely. So, so she went to Ronald Reagan and, uh, you know, claims that, uh, that's how they met. But, uh, somebody in 1987 found the other Nancy Davis. And, uh, when, uh, they asked her about it, she said, uh, she's been lying about me for years. I never was a communist. I told Reagan back in the fifties that if she didn't stop saying that I was a communist, I'd sue her. So I just think it's funny that, uh, somebody was talking shit that about being a communist. Like I said, I'm running thin here. So yeah, you know what? You're still you're making it work though. Um, I I commend you for that. Right. So th- this lady was like, uh, "Fuck Nancy, she's just lying about me." So yeah, fuck Nancy Reagan, uh, lying on motherfuckers. Nothing wrong. Absolutely. With being, nothing wrong with being a communist though. Okay. <laughs> Elon, uh, I got a, a two-parter for Elon. Um, Perfect. So, uh, of course. On New Year's, Green Day played a concert, and uh, they played the song American Idiot and changed the lyrics from uh, don't want to be part of your redneck agenda to don't want to be part of your MAGA agenda. Whatever. Nice. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Sounds fine. But um, Elon posted on uh, Twitter, the site formerly known as Twitter, but, you know, still Twitter, that that, uh, Green Day had gone woke. And it's like, bro, do you... Are you fucking serious, (laughs) Ridiculous. You gotta be fucking kidding me. No. You can't be this stupid. He can be. You just can't. Oh, he 100% can be. And It is. shouldn't be possible. Okay. Uh, he is, though. Yeah, no, that fucking ridiculous. When did they go woke? Like, motherfucker, they're like a punk band, quote unquote. You know, pop punk, but punk band still-ish. So, yeah, always. <laughs> they uh, opened one of their songs with, this song is a fuck you to George Bush. Yeah, good times, good times. Okay. Oh, my God, man. So, yeah, idiot. Okay, but uh, so here's maybe why. So here's the second one. Uh, in a recent article oh, yes. on uh, Business Insider, uh, there was an all-hands-on-deck meeting for SpaceX that Elon showed up an hour late for. And then he rambled for 15 minutes before the president took over. And somebody, uh, an executive, described the event as, quote, nonsensical, unhinged, and cringeworthy. And they are attributing it to uh, his alleged drug use, which includes LSD, cocaine, ecstasy, and ketamine. Excellent. I'm not hating on the drugs. Party hardy, my dude. But just, <laughs> you gotta hold it together. You don't do the drugs before the big meeting, my guy. What do you say? That's the perfect time to do the drugs. <laughs> yeah. well, I guess there was that baseball player who once pitched a no hitter while tripping on acid. So you're not. Oh my god. He. It wasn't rocket science though. It was just baseball. <laughs> yeah, no, this this is like big shit, Elon. Mm-hmm. All right. So there, there's my fucking disses. Uh, oh my god! Well, we Elon, did. You fucking psychopath! All right, first show of the new year. Fucking done. <laughs> fucking nailed it. I guess that's it for us. <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe, and uh, keep listening. Uh, keep telling all your friends. Get to find a QR code uh, that'll link people to our show and get it tattooed on your face. I think that would be cool. 
That'd be uh, pretty awesome. Right? It looked very dystopian. And since we live in a dystopian nightmare, why not embrace it with Who's Your Brother? And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh, or uh, just get uh, Wings and Rings tattooed on your forehead. Also good. Uh, if you if you do that, I will per- if you if you do that and send me a mailing address, I will personally mail you a crisp $5 bill. $5. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for us. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to keep bringing the chaos, support the unions, wings and rings. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what? Always be gay. Do crimes.